What is happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us on the last episode of 2018. It has been a wild ride. It's been an incredible ride. And it would not be possible without everybody that listens, subscribes, participates on Instagram, everything. So thank you so much. This episode, we are going to dive into everything that made... 2018, a great gaming year for us. So sit back, grab your controller. Nah, just get ready to grab life by the controller. All right, so we are live in the retro gaming room. This is like our third take. We're having a blast with the microphone that my baby brother, Savage Mormon, is that really his name? On Instagram, okay. you can find him at twitch.tv backslash Savage Mormon Gaming. Anyways, he gave us the coolest microphone for Christmas. So, special shout out to him for being an awesome baby brother and helping to support the wackiness <laughs> that has ensued ever since. We might end up saving a bunch of these takes. No, you already deleted them. Well, no, but I'm pretty certain that we will. More. Yes. And we will put them on our Patreon for our Patreon members because we are kind of having fun with this. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Peaches, let's, <laughs> let's dive right into our gaming year of 2018. It really kicked off in July. That's when the first episode happened. Uh, It's our friend Mario or something like that. I can't even remember the name of my first episode. It's been 27 episodes this episode. So it's kind of hard to keep track of everything. If I was half the professional as I wanted to be, I would take better notes. If you were half as professional as this mic we're talking into... You'd have oh, notes. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, producer Peaches. I wish I had that on video. <laughs> Your face. Okay, so what are some of the notable things that has happened to you this year in your year of gaming? I got to stop playing Fortnite. I think that's like the highlight of my year. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite was fun for a bit. It was. It, I'm not going to lie. Like The social aspect. It was fun. Teamwork. I hated it at first, and then I got to enjoy it, but now I'm just kind of glad I'm not playing it anymore. What have you moved on to since? Um, I think it's called Final Fantasy. I've never heard of that game. I know. I haven't mentioned it at all on here. I, so I just know. for you listeners, just in case you didn't know what I was playing, I am playing Final Fantasy. I am on the third one. Almost done. It feels like I should be done. It's a long game. The third one? Or are all of them? They're all pretty long, but I feel like I've been on this one forever. Maybe you should get better at it. It's true. I probably should. <laughs> no, I I would not. I don't know if I'd be able to complete a Final Fantasy. Do you think I could? I don't think you would start playing one. I have not started exactly. playing one, so, so far, you are correct. 
I I don't I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I don't care for turn based. Turn based. He doesn't like turn based. <laughs> but but have I said why? <laughs> have I said why? Well, because in real life, you don't sit there and wait your turn. Yeah, I'm not like, hey, peaches, hit me. Oops. Now it's my turn. <laughs> I mean, not that we'd ever hit each other, or would we? No, we really wouldn't. He does tell me to take my turn hitting him, though. <laughs> but, so, I I just don't think I would ever, like, have a mugger stop me. Be like, hand over your wallet, but first I'm going to use cure. <laughs> and then I take my turn using dodge, because... I'm not a fighter. And then next turn, hopefully I could get the run. Flee. Yes, flee. Escape. Okay, so Final Fantasy, you're on the third one. How many do you have? Uh, I don't know how many I have, honestly. But I know I'm missing four. And I have five. Six. Six. Four discs. It yeah. is four discs because on the PlayStation. The PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, the original PlayStation. I am excited to watch her get into that because I have mentioned it several times. Sexy polygons. <laughs> I just love saying sexy polygons because, truth be told, there is nothing sexy about them. <laughs> I was going to say there's nothing sexier than a polygon. From that look on your face, I thought that's what you were going to That say. is exactly what I was thinking. God, I wish I had it. You a... read my mind. Oh, I don't have my phone. I can't take a behind-the-scenes oh. picture. <laughs> so, you've got one, two, three, missing four. I have five. And five, six. Six. And then you've got ten, ten. Ten, two. Thirteen and thirteen, two. Okay. And then, and then tactics. And I have, like, a... Yeah, I have... A bonus one for my PSP. You gotta talk louder, I think. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) What an episode to end the year with, everybody. Yeah, y'all are just gonna have to deal with me being me. Okay, so... It's been a really stressful weekend. I fell on ice, and I hurt my back. She's been sick. And I haven't been feeling good because of my back, and then I've been sick. So I feel like I'm talking loud because it's echoing in my head, so... And not only has she been sick and her back has hurt, we have not got sleep. None of the kids in our house want to sleep. What yeah. is up with children not appreciating sleep? I don't know. It's one of my favorite things to do, like and I miss really it. Heavy, <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm a mouth breather on this. Anyway, okay, so what was your question? (laughs) I can't remember now, but uh, what are you going to do if you... (laughs) So serious. (laughs) Investigative news. We're on your side. He's been playing too much Spider-Man. You are... I absolutely uh, love Spider-Man. J. Jonah Jameson here. (laughs) That Spider-Man's a bastard. Call me. I will protect the rights (laughs) of us human races. Because that's what people in my position do. I, I absolutely love that game. That's one of the things that I want to talk about. It's not a game I would have bought for myself. 
I mean, if I would have known that I could collect 55 backpacks, <laughs> I probably would. What about the pigeons? 16 pigeons. I got them. What? I got and he's them never all. seen Mary Poppins, so I can't even, like, call him the pigeon lady on Mary Poppins. No, you can't. I mean, you can. what I say. I have no idea what she's talking about. Spider-Man, it's a great game. Uh, Peach has got the idea from... A conversation that the gaming power-ups and I had. Not power gaming ups. Not the power gaming ups. <laughs> He's probably in Bizarro Land. Nerds will understand that <laughs> reference. Sorry for the coughing, guys. Ooh, I want some coffee. Oh, is it coughing? Dang it. <laughs> so, uh, gaming power-ups also... <laughs> Oh my goodness. We're just flying by the seat of our pants here. I I don't know if the uh, Robitussin mixed in with her uh, acetaminophen or whatever, but it's making her extremely laffy taffy. I'm sorry. So, the Gaming Power Ups has a channel on YouTube. It's got some great videos, some great content. And he did a game buyer's guide for the holidays and that was one of the games that he covered and then we talked about it with him last week and that inspired peaches to totally surprise me and buy me spider-man great On my game. account so i get the <laughs> yes so she gets the downloadable content uh, which i didn't know it, it's all good but i mean I've, I've got it more than halfway beat and i don't feel like i'm immersed in it enough it is seriously a game that i can't put down and like i said it's not a game i would have bought for myself because typically i buy retro game collections but i am so grateful that my wife is intuitive and decided to just pick it up for me what this is what i was going to lead into what are you going to do when you're done with three, and we don't have four on your Final Fantasy. I'm probably going to play the one that is not, like, a number. What was it called? Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah. On the PSP? Yeah, because it looks like it has, like, all of the retro ones on there, too. I don't know. I could be wrong. You probably are right. You have a I pretty... I totally thought you were going to say you probably are wrong. I was like, you're, eh. you're probably wrong, Peaches. Shame on you. No, you're probably right. I haven't looked at it at all. I I haven't been able to take my Except turn because I'm waiting. Except for pictures of it and then posted it without my permission. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. That is something my dad always told me, so giving him a shout-out. He wants to be on the podcast. He needs to be. He needs to be on the podcast. So that will be something that we do in 2019. But my question to you... Um, so I think what I'm going to do is skip to five. Or... We have a Switch now. I know, and that's what he's going to say. Or play Zelda on the Switch. Breath of the Wild is an incredible game. I love Link to the Past, and this kind of feels like that in a updated, you know, better graphics, more immersive controller, I feel. You've got more options. Uh, the thing about that game 
and I've done a lot of research on timelines, uh, you know, how Legend of Zelda breaks off and into shards, and there's, like, three official timelines, but... As long as it's not shards. Okay. True story. <laughs> <laughs> but... That is where shards come from. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So... What I was going to say is the thing about that game that is incredible, and I heard a lot of mixed reviews about it, is the lack of music. The only time that there's music going in it is when you know something important to the storyline is going on. Dramatic effect is... <laughs> that is not a microphone you can't talk into. That's going to be... Dun dun so, like, that kind of music? Like, yeah, like dramatic effect music. So, thank you for not only that educational audio, but I had a great visual that was hilarious. <laughs> You're welcome. So, we have to give a special shout-out right now to Aaron Gobrad on Instagram. Find him. He is not just an enjoyable person to have a conversation about gaming with. He makes some of the coolest Perler art that I have ever seen, and I am lucky enough to have a lot of it. Not a lot of it. Like the stuff that he... I have a lot of stuff. I have Cool Spot. I have Mega Man. Uh, Peaches, what do you have? I have Final Fantasy 1 characters. and Which would be? The Black Mage. Red Mage. Fighter and the ninja. You a ninja? Yes. Yes, I am. And you got a... And I got a peaches. Yes, she did. And yesterday, we received a huge package in the mail. It's a huge canvas, hand-painted by Aaron Gobrad. It's seriously Blacklight so cool. Reflective Galaxy. If you can't tell from our logo, I absolutely have a fascination with the galaxy. The colors in it and everything. Anything's possible in the galaxy. Plus, Milky Way. One of my favorite candy bars. I like Mars now. I love Mars. Freaking Canadian candy. Oh, love you, gaming power-ups. <laughs> but, yes. So, he put Perler Art uh, gaming... Not gaming power-ups... Uh, grab life by the controller <laughs> logo on I got distracted thinking about candy. We'll we'll get to that right after this. But Aaron Gobrad sent us this beautiful hand painted galaxy uh, canvas with Perler art our pixelated logo on it. It's so cool. I seriously cannot stop looking at it. It is fantastic. It is one of my favorite things I've ever been given. To me, it's... Wow. Thanks, Aaron Gobrad. <laughs> Awkward silence. Awkward. <laughs> so, let me preface this. <laughs> I'm not worried. I know you're not worried. But the way that people have reached out, uh, the games that we've been given, to be able to talk about on the podcast, Anonymous Donor, uh, Cool Spot from Peter Graphic, Pokemon Blue, Ocarina of Time, uh, the original Sonic, 
you know, <clears throat> we have been just overwhelmed and overjoyed by the way that our listeners have taken us in, taken a part in the show. I mean, they've helped us out. They've come on, talked with us, shared memories, experiences with games, uh, Hairbun Warrior, Ultra Golden Ant, ChillinGamer.ex, Retro Gaming Rock, Peter underscore Graphic, Iron Road Gaming, Just Us Gaming. We have met so many cool people this year in gaming. And y'all have treated us like family. Like, here, bro, here, bro. play this game, this game and talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So... <laughs> She's just looking at me, nodding her head like, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. We got, we got cool peeps. I am, and then I'm thinking, God, I can never, like, say anyone's names because I am horrible with names. And I'm like, okay, hopefully he got everyone. I'm sure he did, but if we missed anyone. I probably missed somebody. And I... Don't feel bad. Don't, don't feel bad. It's nothing personal. I just told you I'm not professional. I don't take notes. Uh, we began this journey as me talking into my phone using the Anchor Podcast app, giving facts in some of my stories growing up gaming, and then talking with Peaches to find out what she thinks of the games. And now we're ending in this amazing little setup that we got from... Oh, we're not ending. Well, I mean the year... Ending the year. Okay, yeah. We're going to... Don't be saying we're, we're not... calling us quits because I will fire you. I will find a new producer. Please. Oh. oh <laughs> wow. I was just going to say... No, I won't. No. Ending the year off with this microphone. It's It's been a phenomenal <laughs> ride. And yes, one of the things... We're going to get better. Yeah. And get cooler and... Do more stuff. One of the things that I was so worried about when I started doing podcasts, this podcast, I started listening to, I probably listened to a hundred first episodes of gaming podcasts because I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is I had memories. I have experiences that I'm pretty certain people have similar to. And so far I've been right. And... Out of everything I listen to, I found two podcasts that I like. I'm going to name drop them right now. Feel free to check them out. Uh, JP's Retro Game Night. Uh, I found them on Spotify. And then Region Free Gamers. I found them on Spotify as well, uh, bouncing around. At first, when I joined the Instagram community and was trying to make a name for us, trying to, you know get us out there so people could listen. I was so afraid that I would be stepping on people's toes. That people would not like the fact that I'm here trying to do a podcast. I have been nothing but accepted with open arms. Uh, Region Free Gamers, some of the coolest people. Well, uh, I mean, it definitely matters that you're a good guy and you're not out there like, trying to take over from everyone else you still mention everyone and you're a great guy and still talk to everyone and you're cool well thank you you're too legit to quit 
Stop. <laughs> hammer time. Oh, wait, and listen? No, nope. hammer time. <laughs> Dang it. But I I am really thankful to everybody in the community, everybody who listens, participates, uh, likes, shares their stories, wants to come on the show, uh, encourages the show, everything. Uh, Old Switch Gamer, I'm going to mention you right now. <laughs> Because you are hilarious, and thank you for putting up with my shenanigans on your Twitch stream. Someday we are going to meet you and your wife. And we are going to go pub crawling with you. Yes. And just have so a blast. So many of you I want to meet. Yes. The dream is, and I'm going to say it right now so it's out in the universe. Yes. Within the next three to five years, I would love for this thing to blow up and to be able to either fly out and interview, all talk in with person. all of you in person, or be able to pay for you guys to come here. You don't want to come here. We'll go to you. <laughs> <laughs> or if I could, if there are enough of us in a certain area, just schedule a meetup. We should seriously schedule a meetup. And, and go somewhere, take the recording equipment with us, and play games together just talk about the experiences and have it be whatever it is on the show. Yeah. That is seriously what I want to accomplish because I couldn't do it without all of you guys. Everybody that's been on the show so far, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement. So 2018 has been a hell of a year for the podcast. Yeah. And hopefully, seriously, 2019 is going to kick it. 2019 is our year for the podcast. We're going to do a million times better this year, and we're going to get to know you guys even better, and you guys will get to know us better. It will become what I started out to do. Just nostalgia, all the feels, all the experiences, uh, talking about accessories, games, not just my Nintendo, you know, heritage. Because that's what I grew up with. We're going to dive into so arcade games. we're going to go into, um, what did Peter Graphic? The Master System? Maybe. The Genesis. She is so puzzled right now. <laughs> it's what you told me to break the tie on. on. Oh, on the Wii. Well, the Wii and... Uh, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Or, or did he say the Saturn? No, Saturn. Yeah. Because I had never... I don't know what the Saturn See, is. See, and so. I... I get the Saturn and the Dreamcast confused. Because I never had either one of them. I had a PlayStation. Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm saying. So, I think this year we'll kind of venture off into something different than what we've been... Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Peaches <laughs> is going to buy me a Saturn. Yes, become a Patreon. So that, <laughs> <we> can... <laughs> so that we can get this Saturn. That works for me. I, I mean, right now, Patreon stuff is going, we are saving the funds raised, and it is going to go towards like an actual soundboard. I, I think it's what it's called. Okay. It's the the mic's input <laughs> I know what into you're it. Talking yeah. about, but 
And so we are going to, uh, yeah, make podcast <laughs> awesomeness history. We are. So it's true. This is life unscripted, peeps. It is, and I, I think that's the fun of this podcast is we start one thing. And we hop on that memory train, and it just takes us and kicks us off at whatever stop we go <laughs> <Or> to. Or future train. <laughs> but appreciate everybody listening, and thank you, Peaches, for coming and using the mic with me. You're welcome. It's welcome. Been... Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> the room got huge. That was an echo. I don't echo. know, like this, this mic, I just, I, I almost want to... Sing show tunes? Yes. That, and you guys should message us and let us know what your karaoke song choice would be. I think we should do a podcast like that. What would your choice of karaoke song be? We can save that for the Patreon. Oh, yeah. See? There we go. So, thank you, and let's uh, let's share other people's experiences. Let's, let's get on in the episode. So, thank you, Peaches. You're welcome. And Bye. we out. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it is my great pleasure to have back on the show our good friend, Ultra Golden Hat. How are we doing tonight, buddy? You know, I'm doing very well, just uh, getting uh, all geared up for New Year's. How about you? I am excited for New Year because 2018 was great, so 2019 will only be as good as I make it. That's true. That's true. A lot of people... Don't understand that, you know, you don't got to do new year, new me. Just work on getting better one day at a time. See, and my new year, new me is still the same old me. And I'm okay with that. And that's how it is with me. It's same old me, just more toys. Exactly. Let's talk about some of your 2018 in gaming. What oh, man. Your highlights. Uh, some of the highlights, um, you know what, I had a lot of fun. Earlier this year, I got to go to um, the Pittsburgh Retro Gaming Convention. And um, they've only been having it for a couple years now, but I decided to go to show these folks some support. That's where I met some of the guys, the folks who did Coffee Crisis. I met them at that event. I picked up some uh, nice games for my collection at that event because in my retro gaming, I, I was keeping it simple. I was putting all my ROMs on my retro engine now. You know more games that I could even play, but I, you know, my girlfriend said to me, "Wouldn't it be nice to make sure that you have the original copies also in case something happens to your SD card or something like that?" And I agreed with her. So this year I had a ton of uh, different pickups. That was a good time. It was a good weekend to go out there and go to their convention. That's how I got introduced to the space shooter game Musha, which I never even knew existed for the Genesis. And it's a rare game, so of course I can't. Instead of spending four hundred bucks for an original copy, I went ahead and um, downloaded the ROM, and it's on my retro engine now too. That's just now, one of the many things. <laughs> how how does that game play? I mean, is it is it worth that kind of a price tag? Um, well, no game is worth. I don't care how rare the retro game is. 
no game is worth 400 bucks. So if you see a reproduced copy, because there's plenty of bootlegs out there for $10, I'd say go ahead and get one of those. It plays just the same. Or if you have it on a, an emulator, it plays just the it plays just the same. It's cool to say that you have an original copy, but we know how it goes. A lot of times, the rarer the game or the or the fewer copies that they made, the more expensive they are. If you have an you know to get an original, and sometimes the gaming experience just isn't worth the price tag. That's true. I mean, it was the thing about it is is that it was a space shooter not unlike a lot of other space shooters that came, you know, because honestly, when you play one space shooter, you've played them. Now, is this a space shooter like our type? It's, it's like, the difference, what makes it different from our type is that it's a top-down space shooter. Oh. Like, our type, our games like our type, and um, another one, first game I ever got for my Genesis was a space shooter called Whip Rush, where they all kind of play the same. But yeah, this one is more of a top-down space shooter. It's it's almost as if somebody updated Galaga or Space Invaders, but made it where you can keep on moving. Okay, I I can dig it. I mean, not four hundred bucks worth, but I can definitely dig it. If you're if you're one of those retro game collectors out there that just wants to be able to say, "Hey, I have this game in my collection," by all means, go for it. But <laughs> as much as I love collecting games. I'm thinking about there's so many other things that I can do with those $400. Oh, definitely. I mean, and what is one of the features that you started doing on your Instagram that you could have spent 400 bucks super, like, wise with it? Hmm. You, you did your uh, $20 pickups? Oh, man. I'm think, Imagine if, if I had gone there with a $400 pickup, I might have bought out some of the stores out here. <laughs> Oh heck yeah! <laughs> There's so yeah, like I'm thinking. I was like, well, why buy one game when I can get with 400 bucks? When I can get, you know, doing the math, get a couple hundred NES and Genesis games that maybe they're not rare. Maybe a lot of people have them, but I don't have them yet. Yeah, exactly. or maybe I can pick. Yeah, rather it's some Super Nintendo games, or I might, or maybe um, because like one of my next goals in 2019, I'm going to start collecting Sega Saturn um Japanese games. Oh snap! Because they're they're cheap, and you can get them. You can get a bunch of them. And I said, hey, I'll get some of their games um, that maybe that that didn't make it over to the U.S. Just to have in my collection. I'm going to get the, you know, the uh, there's a little adapter that you can buy that goes in the back that uh, real action. Uh, and it and it, it's I'm 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 missing what it's called right now, but it's something that you put in the back that it's like a um. Over in Japan, they use it so that it's actually like extra disk space. But when you put that in there, it actually allows you to play the Japanese games. And if you have a Japanese Saturn, it allows you to play American games. Yeah, it, so, uh, it, it unlocks it so it's region-free, right? That's right. Um, but I want to get the one. It's called Action Replay. I want to get the one that has it where you can play the um, it plays CDRs also, so it can play burn copies of games. So that's a, one of my 2019 goals is to grab up some of those and, and the thing about and then with the burn copies there's people on Etsy that they manufacture these burn copies of some of the rare Japanese um, versions of games like there's Castlevania there's a version of Castlevania Dracula X that came out on the Saturn that's different from like Rondo of Blood that's different from the Super Nintendo version of it where it's a completely different game still featuring Richter Belmont really yes it's out there 
but it only came out. I want to say it only came out in Japan. I, my goal for 2019 is to get more educated on what came out in Japan that we didn't get over here and, or that we got watered down versions of. And there's plenty of, there's plenty of games like that. There's some games that I went on. The way that I find these out is I'll go on Google and I might type in a genre for a system. I might say, um, type in Super Nintendo, top 50 side-scrolling beat-em-ups of all time. And, and there's this one, there was this one video I watched where it said the name of the game and what country it was from, like if it ever, if it never made it to the U.S., and I've picked up quite a few Japanese, you know, some Super Famicom games that are on my retro engine that never made it here. There's plenty of games out there, great games that never made it to the United States. See, and I want to be able to know those games and to get familiar with them. You have a Retron 3? Uh, yeah, that's right. I found out from the new game store that I go to, it's uh, Game Changers in Orm, Utah, uh, the Retron 5 has something similar to the Saturn that you can plug into it in the back that translates. So you can play Japanese games on it and have it automatically translated into English. Now, that's interesting. There's only one reason why I haven't picked up a Retron 5. That reason is is because it doesn't play it doesn't play multi carts and things like that because it emulates. It's not it doesn't use like the original hardware and everything like the Retron threes and Retron one and Retron two. See, but picking up one just for the ability, the games uh, store that I go to now has a mm-hmm. whole section of Japanese import games. Uh, something we don't have here in the Pittsburgh area. Like we have a lot of retro shops, but you don't get a only time I see Japanese games are at when I, maybe when I go to like Comic Con, things like that. See, and they have a WWF game that the very first time I saw it, I thought that would be cool as heck to play with Ultra Golden Ant. Uh, do you know what game it was? I, I don't because I can't read Japanese. I'm trying to think of because here's the thing. If you're, if anybody out there is a fan of wrestling video games, Japan's full of them. Fire, the Fire Pro Wrestling series is one of my favorite wrestling video game series of all time. It features a lot of the Japanese, it features, you know, some American wrestlers that you recognize, but it features mostly the wrestlers from uh, promotions over in Japan. I'm a big wrestling fan, so I know these groups, like New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, features a lot of their guys, but I, I, I would recommend the Fire Pro Wrestling series to anyone, even you. I'd say look up, uh, I think there's one Super Nintendo, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. I want to say Super Fire Pro Wrestling Premium. I'll is, have to check it out because I is a is a big games. one. Yeah, if you like wrestling games, like I tell everybody, check out the Fire Pro Wrestling series. On my original PlayStation and my PS2, I kid you not, I had everything from WCW, ECW, to WWF. And N64, I've still got uh, two wrestling carts, and I want two more. 
Um, do you have WrestleMania 2000? Is that one of the cards? That is not one that it, I have. But it's no I mercy one of them. Because <laughs> I had WrestleMania 2000 and I had uh, WWF No Mercy. The WCW ones were good too, though, for, especially for the N64. WCW versus NWO World Tour and WCW Revenge were both excellent. World Tour was probably, hands down, my favorite wrestling game. Mm, I'm thinking, you know what? For N64, I think that was the best one. That was one of the ones that I regret not buying at the time. I'll, that... I'll make it happen again once I get another Nintendo 64. Yeah, as soon as I can find it, I will snag that up. And then the uh, the SmackDown that was out on PS2 was probably my second favorite wrestling game. I want to tell you, did I, did I pick that up a few months back? I'm, I think I did. I was going to say, I, was... I, I have so many memories uh, learning professional wrestling moves to uh, – do with my friends in backyard wrestling because <laughs> that's how, hey that's how me and my me and my best friend growing up that's how because we're he's a huge wrestling fan too and you know we used to do the moves we had our own backyard wrestling going it was it, it was major like we had a great time uh i have fond memories of uh i still watch unlike a lot of people i still watch pro wrestling while it's not as good as it was when we were growing up i still enjoy it but um People ask me, hey, do you get any of the new WWE 2K games? Actually, I don't. There's something about those games that I just don't like. I, I will agree with you there. I, I haven't purchased any for myself, but I have played them, and it just doesn't feel like the games I grew up enjoying. Not to take anything away from players who enjoy them now, it just doesn't feel the same for me. And, of course, anybody that, that listened to last time I was here, we know my favorite wrestling game of all time has no. It has just made-up characters. Saturday Night Slam Masters, made by Capcom. Yeah. And I'm hoping... There were rumors that Capcom wanted to get another wrestling game out there. If they do, they got to reboot that series and make it for a new generation with updated graphics and everything. So... Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite. That was actually my favorite retro gaming pickup of the year. My second favorite. I told I was telling you about this a little earlier. Uh, we were talking uh, in the chat on uh, on Instagram. So I bought a an old Nintendo Entertainment System at a flea market. There's a flea market out here in the Pittsburgh area every weekend that I sometimes stop through to for fifteen bucks. When I bought this Nintendo, the guy says to me, "Cause all he had, all it was, was the system itself." a controller, and an AC adapter. So I had to buy, you know, I had to go out and buy, uh, I had to buy, like, the RCA cables for it. And he said, because he's like, it's $15, but I'm selling it to you as is. He was like, I don't even know if it works or not. So when I got home and I plugged it in, I noticed that the red light was blinking on and off. So that let me know, okay, this Nintendo doesn't work as is. And I said to him, I said, well, that's fine. I'm going to buy it. It's $15. I'm going to try to fix it. If it works, awesome. I got a Nintendo. If it doesn't, what? I'm out 15 bucks. Well, and you still have a, a, a piece for your collection, just something for show. Right, right, right. I was, because I was sitting there, I was thinking, okay, well, I probably have to buy new pins for it. And okay, that's usually the problem. It needs a new pin connector and all that stuff. Well, guys, and, I, and I, as, I, as my mom once told me whenever I used to get my car fixed, 
if I need to fix my car, she said, always go for the cheapest option first. So what I decided to do, I grabbed up some of my tools, grabbed up my screwdriver, and I opened it, I opened that Nintendo up. And I actually posted the footage on Instagram from when I opened it. The whole thing on the inside was dirty. Nothing but it was dirty, and there were even cobwebs in Oh, jeez. Yes, I, I was afraid that uh, that I might have found a spider's nest. Luckily, I didn't. I cleaned. I cleaned it. Cleaned out all the cobwebs. Put it. You know, once I cleaned it out, put it back together. Put the cartridge in. It was a cartridge of bad dudes. That's what I used to test it. Turned it on, and everything works just fine on it. I I, I was able to fix it, get it to work. So I fixed um, a, a Nintendo this year, and also um, there was a Sega Genesis that I had that was sitting around collecting dust that what was happening is, is that you would turn it on and you would just get a black screen. So I said, it's another one of those. It uh, looks like I got to get a new pin connector for it. Well, the good news on that was all I had to do was clean it. I cleaned it. I, I, I deep cleaned that thing. Cause there was dirt all over the motherboard and everything. Cleaned it, put it back together and boom. So I fixed two video game systems this year. I was pretty proud of myself. That is incredible. I would love to be able to find something like that. Around here, I can't find the consoles for that cheap, uh, even when they are not in working condition. Uh, the cheapest I found a Nintendo on Let Go was for 50 bucks. Yeah, because what happens is a lot, and, and what happens in a lot of these, a lot of times, these, uh, folks that are selling these they know retro gaming is in so they'll try to jive you and even if it's not in working condition they're like oh well we can sell it to you for parts and they feel that that's worth fifty dollars no if i'm gonna spend fifty dollars on an on a used nintendo it's gonna be a nintendo that works exactly yeah that's not worth it it's like i'll buy it if it's ten bucks and it's and you're selling it for parts and then maybe I'm going to use it to fix some other Nintendo. Then yeah, I, I'll do it. But fifty bucks—that's that's somebody that's just trying to make some quick money. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm I'm not throwing shade on anyone's game or anything like that. But is a connoisseur of the retro gaming arts, I'm I'm going to find me a deal. I'm, I'm going to find something I can use uh, for the podcast. Something that I can enjoy something that I can feel good about and 50 bucks for something that doesn't work just isn't up my alley. And it, should, and it shouldn't be up anybody's alley. Nobody. Well, someone somewhere that there's a buyer for everything. That's true. There might be somebody out there that might have bought it because maybe they were going to maybe they were going to buy it for 50 bucks and they were going to get the part that they need to fix it because a pin connector is real cheap. Yeah. Thing is, is that there's retro gaming stuff is so big that there's companies out there that manufacture new memory cards for PlayStation 1s and PlayStation 2s. It's true. You can still buy them in the plastic. I bought, I bought a PlayStation 1 memory card just a short while ago, still in the plastic. From some company that what they do is, yeah, they, they make, uh, they still make them all new. What has been your number one uh, gaming achievement of 2018? Oh, finishing every single game in the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. That a boy. 
trophy. I, I beat every single game. I, I'm still sitting at 90%. I'm still missing one trophy. You we know which still one that is. We have to schedule a time that we yes. can get together because I, I, I have been wanting to play those games with you since they came out. That way we can play some Final Fight and uh, beat EA. They says the only one that I have to do left is to beat the games online with with somebody. Once we do that, hey, it's win-win for both of us. I get a tro- I get the trophy, and you get a trophy. And you want to know what? We get a gaming experience together, and that to me is better than a trophy. Absolutely, and that, and that's and that in itself is a trophy. <laughs> and now, uh, you know that you can plug in any headset to your controller. Yes, folks, for the people listening, this is the biggest facepalm moment. I I bought my PlayStation 4 back in 2016. It wasn't until Donnie here said to me, hey, you know you can plug in your headphones from the controller itself. I looked down at the controller, lo and behold, there's the little slot to plug in the headphones. (laughs) I didn't didn't, didn't know it was there. You want to know what? I don't remember seeing anything really marketed about it, like commercial-wise. I know that the PlayStation 4 came with the cheapest earbud and crappiest mic they could possibly throw in. It sure did. I took that. When I opened up the box, I was getting everything out. That's sitting in a drawer somewhere, still not used. I just said, eh, I'll just throw this to the side. Because my plan was, hey, I'll just go out and I'll buy. I, I was going to eventually go and buy you know, the big-time ones that I see everybody have. I use my Samsung Galaxy headset, and I could not be happier with it. I have a PlayStation Silver headset that never gets used because I like the way that this fits and feels better. So, it to, to each their own. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it sounds like you have had an amazing gaming year in 2018. It has been. I wish you nothing but the best in 2019. Do you have anything that we can look forward to uh, on your Instagram for 2019? Oh, uh, well, you got you know what you got to look forward to on Instagram? More retro pickups. I'm going to keep doing them every time I get new games. You guys are going to hear about it. Uh, the Grab Life Body Controller podcast gets tagged each and every time I post new games. So if you guys follow that page as well as mine, you're going to see some good stuff. You'll see some game. It's always going to be the same. You know, some games that you might remember, some games that you might have forgotten about, um, some games that you've never heard of. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the same stuff that you saw last year. You're going to see, you know, this upcoming year. I do have some goals that I have for 2019. If I can get the right equipment, I want to start collecting for Sega CD. That's a big one. Like the add-on to the Sega Genesis, that Sega CD? Yes, that Sega CD. And and while there's an add-on, but I've also heard of, um, there are some clone systems out there. There's one called that I've seen ads for that their pre-orders are closed, but I still want to see if I can find a way to get one called a Polymega, where it advertises that it has the ability to play all CD-based systems. 
okay. uh, Sega, yeah, Sega CD, Sega Saturn, which they said is real hard to emulate. So, there, so people are like, this I gotta see. Uh, Turbo Graphics 16 CD. Um, they want to do play, PlayStation One. It supposedly is able to play all of those. So, if I can get a hold of one. Sega CD collecting will definitely become a thing. Now, the other thing that I want to collect for, which is actually going to be easier, is the Sega Master System. The reason why the Master System is going to be easier to collect for is that I don't necessarily have to purchase the Sega Master System. I can get the, uh, there's an adapter for your Genesis that you can connect to it. Uh, it's the a converter. There's a top a top face converter that you can connect to your Genesis that allows you to play Sega Master System games. So there's a possibility that I may go that route just so I can start collecting Sega Master System games because it was an underrated system that didn't do well as well here in the United States as a Nintendo, even though their games looked better than the NES games. So I said, hey, let's, let's try to get them now because they're known for being fairly inexpensive games and they have a cult following. They, they just stopped making games for it in Japan. Uh, no, no, not in Japan, in Brazil, two years ago. You want to know what? I actually just read that. I can't remember what rabbit hole I went down, but I just found out. I I want to say it was from chillingamer.mx but I can't yeah. be wrong. Yeah, that's it's it, it's a it's it was still a major system in South America to the point where it was considered uh, it's considered technically the it was at the time that they stopped making games for it the oldest running system in the world that still had new games being made for it. That's crazy. And I don't know what it was in there in South America that made them decide, hey, we want to keep on playing games on the Sega Master System. But there's a lot of games. Like, I have um, a lot of Master System games on my retro engine. I have their version of, I have a version of Street Fighter, which, um, if you want to, if you want to struggle, try playing an <laughs> 8-bit version of Street Fighter 2. I, I like a good challenge. Yeah, because there's a lot. Yeah, go ahead. Here, here's a question. Is that one that you would need to play with that screw-in joystick? <laughs> Uh, you mean so you the, get the full arcade experience? You know what? Possibly. Possibly. Um, yeah, the company that kept making games in Brazil, it was a company called Tectoy that kept making games for it. They made up there were because there were a lot of games that came out for the Sega Genesis that have a Master System counterpart. Like and a lot of those came out in Europe then. Like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker has a Master System counterpoint counterpart. Uh, Super, there's a version of Ghouls and Ghosts that was made for the Master System. And then, if I had a Game Gear as a kid, and I had a collection of Game Gear games, I didn't know until I was an adult that all those Game Gear games, basically, if you have a Game Gear, you have a pocket Sega Master System because all they are are ports of the Master System games. Oh snap! Yeah, um, it's it's interesting. I, I didn't realize it until years later when I was getting games from my retro engine. I decided to get Sonic the Hedgehog one and two, and I'm playing them. I said, "These aren't Master System games; these are Game Gear games." 
And then that's when I read that the Game Gear games, a lot of them were just Master System ports. So I decided, you know what? It's time to start collecting for the Master System. And I want to get them in those little... And there, you ever, if you ever noticed your clamshells, Sega Master System games look so basic because <laughs> those clamshells don't do anything to make them stand out. Well, they have that sweet graph paper kind of look. Right. Like. Right, it, yeah, it looks like the graph paper that we used to use in math class. Yeah. When you had to do the whole, uh, where you're trying to do like, it, it was like coordinates. Yeah. Or like in art class when you have to do those like weird looking spirally star things. Right, right, right. And I used to know how to do like the combinations and the permutations. You got to take the ruler and do the graph and, and scratch it through. That's what it reminded me. Well, I am seriously looking forward to not just my 2019, but your 2019 as well. You have been an amazing friend, and I have loved seeing everything that you post, all of your pickups. Oh, one of my favorite things about this year is being able to join your podcast. And it all started with, I think you asked me, with me posting about a lot of guys, people don't realize this. I posted about Mighty Final Fight for Nintendo, and you responded on it, and the rest is history. The rest is history, and I will say Mighty Final Fight is one of my favorite late Nintendo games. Mine, too, because what I had said about it, and you would ask if Ninja Turtles fell under the same category, that, that third one. I said it was near the end of the 8-bit game life cycle, so it really pushed it. It really pushed Nintendo to its limits. It really did. And it was an enjoyable game. And to be honest, I, I think it's really underrated. Oh, it's a very underrated game. A lot of people don't know that game exists. Everybody knows about Final Fight for, you know, the arcade game, the Super Nintendo game, but I said... The mighty final fight game for just just for the NES is very fun, and it's a fulfilling game. Um, if you, original copies of it are real expensive, so I wouldn't blame you if you bought a bootleg copy or if you simply copped a multi cart that has it on there. Which that's another thing, folks, for 2018 that I, that I didn't know much about before this year was multi carts. I said a good way if you don't want to dig through your crates for certain video games. There's a chances are if you buy like a Nintendo 143 in one cartridge or a Super Nintendo 101 cartridge or a Genesis 126 in one cartridge, the game that you need might already be on that. That saves you, that, that helps your games last and keeps them all intact. Use a multi cart and they're out and they don't and they don't cost much at all. No, and it gives you the experience, it gave, gives you the same feeling that you had when you were growing up of putting a cartridge in and pushing power absolutely it is so fulfilling i have one of them right now that's it's just the best thing i got for my birthday you see me whenever i fire up whenever i bring up my retro on three i throw my genesis 110 in one card in I throw my Super Nintendo 110 and one card in, and I throw my um, NES 143 and one card out. Those are the cards that I put in there so that 
I can toggle between those. And I said, hey, there's there's about 500 games for me to pick from. And, and a lifetime worth of experience. You got it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Seriously, 2018 has been amazing for us just because of the friendships that I've had. I value yours more oh, thank than you. I can say. Value yours too, man. You're an amazing person, and seriously, we will game in person one of these days. Oh, one of these days. I, 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 we're going to figure this out. I'm gonna, I don't know if I have to build up vacation time or what. We're going to figure this one out. Well, I, I mentioned it earlier when I was talking with Peaches, but the goal is to have the podcast do good enough that it can provide a means for us all to get together. Everybody who's been on the show, we we talk all the time. We support each other. We're we're a great group of friends, and we will do a show live together. Oh man, these times it's going to happen. I guarantee it, you got everybody listening. We're going to make this happen, and it is probably going to be my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> Look forward to it. Well, thank you so much. How can our listeners find you if they haven't got it drilled into their brains yet? I'm, I, and, I, and I'm going to keep on saying it. I'm on Instagram under the name Ultra Golden Air. And that's also my name on PlayStation Network. So if anybody wants to play me at any games, I got a, a, lot, of the fi- a lot of fighting games. Street Fighter V, Injustice 2, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And we can play. Same name, Ultra Golden Air. And that's also my Twitter handle, at Ultra Golden Air. So uh, I look forward to uh, following me. We can have some good times. Um, uh, rather, I post about video games, some gym selfies, dank memes. It's it's all there. And nostalgia. Everybody knows me. Not only am I into retro gaming, but I also enjoy... Uh, well, for my favorite day of the week is Thursday, where I post about uh, old TV shows that you might have watched from the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. So, like, it's if you want a ball of nostalgia, the Ultra Golden Ant page is the page to go to. It most definitely is. Well, thank you so much, and we will look forward to talking on a future episode. All right. Thanks for having me once again. You're welcome. Have a good one, buddy. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show my brother from a Canadian mother, the Gaming Power-Ups. How are we tonight, buddy? I'm doing great, Donnie. How are you? I am doing fantastic. We have been doing an impromptu dance party for our little one's birthday. Oh, nice. So it's it's tomorrow, but she wanted to do it tonight, so we started <laughs> tonight. And just going to dance all the way until tomorrow. I hope not. <laughs> I'm <laughs> tired already. <laughs> well, 2018 has been a really big year for me. And with our conversations, I think it's been for you as well. So I was hoping that you'd be able to kind of give us some gaming highlights from 2018. I would love to. 
Um, I finally got into the PlayStation 4. Uh, I finally went out and got my console. I mean, it was like the very tail end of 2017, but uh, I uh, I was able to finally get into uh, the PlayStation 4, uh, you know, market and uh, picked up my uh, my console. I've actually picked it up uh, just after Boxing Day last year. Uh, for us Canadians, it's kind of like your equivalent to Black Friday. Um, just the deals just aren't as good. <laughs> but uh, I was able to find uh, the Star Wars Battlefield 2 and uh, edition of the console. Uh, I grabbed it and then, uh, you know, the next day I went to EB Games and I traded that game in because I just heard of how terrible it was and uh, got myself uh, Call of Duty World War II and put more hours than I think I even can count into that game in multiplayer. I enjoyed the the heck out of it. Um, you know, that took up most of my January, February, and into March. You know, anytime I got a chance to play, I was, I was on my PS4 playing World War II. And uh, from there, uh, what else did I get? Dragon Quest Builders. That was another highlight game. Uh, if anybody likes building aspects in games um, similar to Minecraft, but I, and I say more of an adult level, not saying that, you know, adults don't use Minecraft or anything like that. Cause I've used it in the past and it's, it's fun, but it just has more elements than just kind of just building. Uh, and especially if you're a fan of the dragon quest series at all, or even if you're not, and you just kind of, you like RPGs, which I know someone uh, in the studio beside you, producer peaches uh, is a fan <laughs> of, uh, is a fan of RPGs. So it's, uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's a really interesting game. You get to build, uh, rebuild the town that's been destroyed. Uh, you get to craft certain weapons and uh, new materials for building. Uh, it was a really addictive game. It was one of those ones that I, I popped it in and, you know, I originally got it for my PS4 because it was just cheaper than getting it for the switch. The switch was still full price. And I actually found the, uh, dragon quest builders for PlayStation four. Um, on Amazon for, it was like $20 Canadian. So it was, you know, really cheap. So I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to get this. And I'll get this version of it. And it was fantastic. I, uh, like I said, I, I, I turned it on and pretty much didn't turn it off. Every chance I got to, to play it, I played through it, beat the game within probably two weeks. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gone back and played it from time to time, but it's, uh, it's a really, really good game. Again, if you're looking for any kind of like building simulator slash, you know, light take on rpg it's uh it's a definite uh it's a definite recommend on my end is it a turn-based rpg no it is not it is uh action adventure style like you would have for like legend of zelda go up to enemies and you just start attacking them you don't have to you're not waiting for turns or anything like that which is really cool so that sounds right up my alley because it does do turn-based rpgs yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of them. I don't. It has to have a really, really good story, uh, or it's something that I've played a lot before. Like I've tried to get into Final Fantasy, um, and I've gotten fairly far with a couple of them. But yeah, I'm more of the the action adventure, straight up, just go up to your enemy, hack and slash, as opposed to having to you know impatiently wait my turn. <laughs> yeah, see, I can appreciate the the strategy behind turn based. The yep. only turn base that I can really get into is Pokemon. Yeah, and it's funny because I, you know, I, I've uh, I just recently got uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and uh, it was only really until a couple of years ago. And I've played almost all of the Pokemon games since it, the you know the very first one came out for Pokemon Red for Game Boy, and 
it's I never really realized them to be turn-based RPGs until a couple of years ago. And it was like I was I was watching a YouTube video and someone mentioned like, oh, one of the one of the most addictive turn-based, and I was like, wait a minute, oh yeah, I guess it is a turn-based RPG. It just yeah, didn't see, feel it, like it does in Final Fantasy does. No, up until I I believe it was last month or maybe October, I did not know what to categorize it as. I did right. I, still don't think of it as turn-based rpg but i am told no it is flat out turn-based rpg so so far for me that's been the only one i can get into yeah i would have to say that would be that'd be up, up my alley as well the same you know for the amount of time being put into those games would be pokemon and yeah i agree with you i still don't really i mean i guess technically it is but it, it's just the way that they deliver it it feels so much different yeah because i mean essentially in that sense, it makes perfect sense to me because you're telling your pocket monster, you know, hey, go out, Thunderbolt, you know, leave shield, whatever. And then yeah. you're trying to see what other attacks going to come at you so you can tell your, your critter to go out and counter or defend or, or whatever. But it's it's not controlling people. So to me, it feels different. It feels more natural, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally feel you. I know exactly the, the feeling. Now, last time we talked, we discussed you getting your first platinum trophy. I, I would assume that that would be one of the highlights of your 2018. Yes. So moving from uh, springtime into uh, late summer, I actually, uh, just before I touch on the platinum trophy, I... Um, I started my YouTube or my uh, my Instagram page, and I'd had one. It was a personal one, and I never really use it. I kind of would post the odd picture of my kids, um, but I just I, I feel like I'm at that age where I just kind of miss the the real hype around social media. I was kind of more like I'll just talk to people who you know like in person or like you know if I can it's over the phone or things like that. Where you know I didn't totally grasp that social media thing and it didn't have such a, a lure to me as as to some of the younger people that do. And uh, but I finally was like you know I kind of want a place where I could you know show off my collection and and get to know some of the, the fellow gamers that are out there. I, I feel like that would be kind of get me into wanting to do it and slowly but surely I started posting some some uh, some images on there and you know getting a little bit of traction and then uh that's when we met and then we kind of just uh we we hit it off from there and uh, i definitely never thought you know starting off on instagram it would have anybody want to look at what what i'm posting uh to meeting you know great friends that you know i'm gonna have for a lifetime uh in yourself in producer peaches um you know and there's been a few others that have been on there and it's been uh it's been amazing i I definitely didn't expect this i i I start to understand a little bit more now where where people under you know talk about social media and how it gets people together because at first i was kind of like why are you going to talk to your friend that sits beside you in class when you on you know facebook when you could just do it when you're talking to them beside them but now i kind of get it it's getting people together who have the same you know like-minded or the same interests and being able to find those people and and have those great conversations and um you know from there it was uh i pondered about a youtube channel for you know probably two years i was like i'm gonna start it and then i would never do it and then i'm like i'm gonna start it and i'd never do it and uh i finally you know it was between uh actually between you and my wife um, you know, once I mentioned it to you, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. You're like, well, man, you know, do it if you, if you want to do it. Like, you know, it, 
it, you know, I'll, I'll be there to watch your first video and we'll, we'll go from there. And, you know, I finally kind of, it put a little bit more pressure on me, which was good, which I needed because I was going to be like, yeah, I'll start it next week. And, uh, you know, once I, uh, I told my wife, I was, you know, like, yeah, me and Donnie have been talking about, you know, my YouTube channel. And she's like, well, you're going to have to do it now. Now you, you talk <laughs> to somebody else about it. So now you're obligated to start it. So, and you know what, it's been the, uh, one of the best decisions of my, my gaming life, uh, was to start, uh, just, you know, sitting super awkwardly in front of a camera and, uh, try not to make myself giggle when I look at myself in the camera and, <laughs> and, and talk about, and talk about, uh, you know, all things gaming. Um, and you know, I, uh, just wrapped up my 10th episode or my ninth episode, sorry, tonight. Um, just kind of a, a Christmas haul on, uh, what, uh, what I received over Christmas, some of the, uh, the gamer gifts that I've gotten over Christmas. Um, so, you know, I'm excited to, you know, get editing on that. Unfortunately, this week's video will normally is up on Tuesdays. will be up on Wednesday just because, uh, I, uh, I am a chef and unfortunately working in the restaurant industry, you don't get, uh, you don't get stat holidays off. So I'll be uh, pretty busy there, but it'll go up on Wednesday and I'll just give you a recap of all the things that I've, uh, I've gotten over, uh, over Christmas, but back to the, back to the platinum trophy. So you know, it's now September Spider-Man game comes out and I was like, and I hummed and hawed and I hummed and hawed and I was like, you know, it looks really good. But, you know, I knew that Dragon Quest uh, 11 was coming out and I was like, oh, I really want to get that game. And so I ended up actually finding a game console um, in the garbage and I ended up just trading in the EB games. I tested it all worked. Everything was there. Like it was it wasn't like in there. It was like off to the side and, you know, I tested it all out at work, brought it to EB games or for you guys in the States GameStop and they tried it and they're like, okay, everything works here. And so I, uh, I traded it and actually got uh, a copy of Spider-Man for PS4. And, uh, I did my, my second ever Twitch stream. Uh, and I had you and producer peaches on there watching it, which was amazing. I was like, Oh my God, I'm like popular now. There's people actually <laughs> watching me play. <laughs> and, uh, I'll tell you that that you know hour we spent you know watching the uh, the first you know bit of the gameplay I was like I was hooked I couldn't put that game down and then it was I slowly started getting into it and then I got into it even more and I already have a highly addictive personality so when I find like a game that like that's the game like I don't put that game down and I just was playing through it and I you know I looked at kind of the achievements to see you know uh, how hard is it to platinum you know, I don't mean you've had conversations before about how some games to platinum are like, it's almost like it's a second job just to get through, you know, because you're playing through the game on normal, then you play through it on hard, then you play through it on like in extreme insanity, and then you play it on, you know, pro. And then, you know, you've played through the game now three, four times. And, you know, if that game isn't that super enjoyable to play through that many times, you know, maybe to get that platinum trophy would be really difficult. So a lot of times it's turned me off, but I kind of like looked you know, cause I started noticing that I was getting a lot of trophies and I was like, Hey, I wonder how many I need to platinum this. And then I kind of went through and some are like hidden. And so I started looking through and, you know, getting the full, uh, the full potential from that game and platinum it kind of just went hand in hand to see all the landmarks and to get all of the items that you needed to get and defeat all the bad guys that you needed to defeat and, you know, really see everything that that game had to offer. Um, you know, once you did all that, you got your platinum trophy and it was, it was, it felt so great getting my first platinum trophy because like, I never thought I would get one of these things, but I also, you know, was so immersed into that story, into that game 
you know, I, I threw me off a little bit when I first got it because, you know, we had just gotten used to seeing, uh, I can't remember the young gentleman's name that plays Peter Parker uh, or Spider-Man in the new Avengers movies and Spider-Man Homecoming, but we got Tom used Holland? to him. Yes, thank you. So we just got used to him, and then I was like, well, wait a minute, now we're playing a game, a Spider-Man game, and it's not the same guy. I'm like, I was kind of bummed out at the time, but, you know, by the end of it, I was amazed. And interestingly enough, um, I had to look up, like, who the characters were, and it, every character that was in that game was actually motion-captured to represent, so it, they look like their character that's voicing that character, if that makes sense. So, oh, like, really? the voice actor is actually the character in there. So, like, Aunt May her voice actor and the Aunt May in the game are the same person. Wow. I did not yeah, know it's, it's super cool. I, I had to look it up because there's a few voices. I was like, I recognize that voice. And I realized that, yeah, that, that whoever did, whoever voice actor was actually the face in the, uh, was the face of the character in the game, which is really cool. Okay. So I have to ask you a question about this because I am late to the Spider-Man party, but I am finally there. And it's mostly because of you, to be honest. Thank you. Did you get uh, addicted to specific stuff in the game? Like for me, I had to find all the backpacks first thing. Like I would ignore everything else just because I knew if I completed getting the full set of backpacks, I got an extra Spidey suit. Yes. Okay. So it's not just me. No. And interestingly enough, that was actually the first uh, that like that was the first thing I went for because I think I think you just like, it was like landmarks and backpacks that were open, and I was like I started getting or no sorry it was um, the police towers that like helped you out with the, the rest of the map. So yes, like once I did they, those, they opened I was, up I, the map for you. Yes. So then I was like, well, wait a minute. There's all these backpacks, and at first I thought it was kind of like you know Grand Theft Auto, or again I, I always refer to them as that's exactly how the game feels, not necessarily like the the premise, but just how the game maneuvers and how you have to find things but in like grand theft auto you had to find those like secret packages but like you didn't know where they were you didn't have like a blip on your map you just had to like somehow be like walking down the wrong alley you know on the left hand side and you're like oh i see it you know or even in batman with riddler trophies a lot of them were like you didn't know where you were getting them from you just kind of had to explore and you're like oh wait there's there's a riddler trophy there how am i going to get there where Spider-Man was really cool because you could use his Spidey sets and you would see the backpacks, you know, it would emit a little light in the sky and you would see it and you're like, okay, I got to go after this. And that was exactly it. What suit am I going to get if I, if I get all these backpacks? And then once it was, I got all the backpacks done, well, then it was like, you know, I got to get all the, all the photos done. And then it was, then it was, you know, I want to be able to get, unlock all of the suits. How do I unlock all of the suits or how do I unlock all of the gadgets? And it was like, I had to go and finish all of these um, all of these side missions to be able to do it. But then you realize that you're seeing the entire map and you're having, it's not grueling when you're doing it. I think the one that took me probably the most was Taskmaster. Um, he, uh, his, his, you had to do in a certain amount of time. So it was really the only ones where it was like, you had to like, you had to do it a couple of times to really feel out and, and, you know, gauge how long it would take you to do certain things. But even his, it was like, it felt great doing it. And, you know, once you unlocked everything and you got all of the suits and, uh, you know, now I haven't played the DLC. So I know there's a few more suits in the DLCs, but in the main game, once I got all the suits, I was like, this is amazing. And it was even better is that each suit has its own special ability. So what suit had the coolest ability to you? 
Uh, I think the the coolest suit that had the or the suit that had the coolest ability was the um, like just the the regular I guess air quotes Spider Man suit. Uh, where it was the web blossom, where if you hit L3 and R3, uh, you would web up and like he would jump up and like go in a circle in the air a few times and would web up all of the bad guys around him. Um, and if it wasn't that one, it was the Iron Spider, which is super cool because you could hit the uh, L3 and R3 again, activate it, and he got his his spider arms, and you could battle with those and gave you like a little bit extra defense. Do you have a favorite suit? Right now, I had just barely unlock the one that's like a mixture between anti-venom and ghost rider if you know which one i'm talking about uh, it's like all white with the flaming skull head yes yes sorry yes okay yes i know exactly which one you're talking about yeah that one i didn't understand at first because i was like this one's really cool but i'm like i don't get how it's spider-man i i used that one for a bit my most favorite one actually was the uh the cartoon spider-man and i think that one you unlock a few more after the one that uh you're talking about with the the white ghost rider anti-venom uh suit because i can't remember the name of it but there's a cartoon one where it's like cell shaded uh, oh that was goodness. the one i used the most i i would love that i want to say it's like i'll have to double check and I'll, I'll send you a message but i i feel like it's only it's only a couple after that one. Well, now that I'm one's sure. that one's probably the coolest one. I use the original Spider-Man looking one uh, the most, and then I, I moved on to uh, I moved on to the the cartoon cell shaded style Spider-Man, which is really cool. And I his weapon is to throw quips at people. Oh, really? Yeah. So it'd be <laughs> like smart out quips would be like his his thing when you activate his his uh, his suitability. So is it like the uh, the '90s Fox Kids uh, cartoon? Uh no, it'd be or, or like not the, the uh, '70s campy cheesy one. No, that would be amazing. Um, it's I would say it reminds me of the comics from the '90s, like the oh, like okay. late '90s, early 2000s, kind of that. I'm pretty sure he has the webbing in his armpit, like just a little bit. Um, but it's cool because when you pan the camera around him, the shadowing moves. So like his pant, like on his legs is blue, but like when you move the camera a certain way, it'll be like black because it's for the, you know, the way that it's shaded from the, from the light, which is really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah. I will say, cause you just talked about panning the camera around. I was trying to get a good look at the, the ghost ridery looking suit. And every time I'd start to get to his front, he'd spin around so I could only see his butt. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I find a good that, laugh about that. I find that you got to be like perched on a corner and it's like a weird angle you had to come out. Uh, but if you actually hit the start button um, and you go down, I think it's like the fourth line. It's, uh, it's photo, I think mode. It's photo mode. Yeah. And you can go and do like a selfie mode because I, I kept seeing pictures of it online popping up everywhere. And I was like, well, how do you do this? And I finally figured it's like it's in the start menu. Like it's not in like any of like the sub menus. Like you actually have to like pre press options and go in there and it's like a photo mode. And then you can kind of have the camera either follow you or be stationary. You can do selfie mode. And that way you can kind of look at your suits a little bit uh, more in depth. See, and I have seen a ton of those. That's why I went looking for photo mode. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if there's a way to integrate your PS4 to automatically put it to Instagram 
or if I have to do that myself some way. I'm not the most technologically savvy person. Yeah, that was the only way that I found a way to do it. There may be, I mean, if if any of your listeners know a way to do it, please let us know. But the only way that I was able to do it is I had to hit the the share button on my PS4 remote, like take the screenshot and then take a thumb drive, plug it into my PS4, and then plug that into my computer. And then either, you know, email it to my phone and upload it from there or upload it from the computer. Can you upload photos from your computer to Instagram? I think you can because you can now before you you weren't able to uh, you weren't able to like even really access Instagram. But now you can access it from your computer. I could be completely wrong because I only really ever only upload stuff on my phone. Um, but when I've had to do it, I've, I've uploaded it to my computer and then sent it to my I've emailed it to myself. See, and I've done that. And you'd think that is a guy that builds websites and is on a computer all day for work. I'd know this stuff. But as soon as I get home, I don't want to be on a computer. Exactly. Just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, I'm sure how you are. You cook all day. You come home. You'd rather have a bowl of cereal because it's just more convenient. Most definitely. If it wasn't the fact that my wife is an amazing cook and she has cooking experience in her background, um, I would, that's exactly what it was. When I was younger and I was single, it was like, I'd get home late at night and I'm like, man, Fruit Loops sound amazing right now. <laughs> or, or Captain Crunch, this is the best dinner ever. Yeah, there was no way I was going to cook. So it was like cereal or ice cream or chips or, you know, dog it's food. Something easy. <laughs> dog food? <laughs> Tastes exactly like it smells. Delicious. <laughs> that one almost got past me. <laughs> I, I had to do a row. <laughs> uh, well, what do you think, before I let you go, has been like your crowning achievement gaming-wise of 2018? You know, to be honest with you, I think the the thing that's the most memorable um, gaming moment for me um, was actually that the the ah oh, the the light clicking on uh, moment the the light shining above my head um, was actually when me you savage naughty um, I, I want to say Harambe was in there but it was like us just playing multiplayer for like five hours one night on Black Ops Four. And I, I got off and it was like, I had, we had so much fun laughing and I just got off there and I went and, you know, I went up when I woke up in the morning, my wife's like, I woke her up like six times and she's like, really, what are you guys doing right now? I'm like, uh, playing <laughs> game, sorry, but I have my headphones on. So I don't realize how loud I'm being, but I said to her, she's like, well, what, what are you smirking about? And I was just like, you know, I, now I get why people enjoy playing multiplayer games as much as they do because for the longest time i would usually only play by myself or like maybe one other person but it was never for long like i never had a group of people i played with and it was like for me that was the coolest moment for me to be like now i get why people go in and like you know two to six people or however many you can have per team go in and we'll all play together for hours on end i'm like i get it now so that was probably one of my coolest, most memorable for 2018 was being like, now I get why people love multiplayer games and want to, you know, squad up and go out with their friends and, and play online. And it was it was really cool to be a part of that. And, you know, that that's definitely something I'll take away as 2018 is my gaming memory, I think. See, and I absolutely love that because when you jumped in the squad, it was like 
we went to school together. I mean, <laughs> nobody skipped a beat. Everybody's from all over. I mean, Harumbe's in like East Coast. Uh, naughty Savage and I were in Utah. You're in Canada. We were having yep. a blast, like we'd known each other for years, and that yeah, it was great. That is why I play Call of Duty. I mean, I'm a retro gamer through and through. I love it, but like I always say, a good game is a good game, and sometimes the experience makes the game. For sure, it does. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. And I'm, I'm still going to let people know they need to go check out your YouTube channel because I appreciate it. I I am honored to be one of the, the people that kind of kicked you in the butt to do it because I've enjoyed watching you progress. Thank you. You know what? It's, it's, been, a, it's been a great trip. It was at first I kind of was like, oh, why am I, why am I doing this? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just feel so shy about it. And, and I was like, no, it's because I love to do this. This is why I'm doing this. And it's just like, and it's been, you know, every week has just been, uh, it's been a little bit easier to get in front of the camera and the, the giggles are, are, are less there. I mean, I still can't look at us. I can't stare at myself in a mirror for too long without just giggling for no reason at all. I don't know why I just do, but it's been a little bit easier with the camera. Uh, it's been amazing to keep meeting people and, you know, just to, to get out my opinions on gaming and have people watch it and, you know, agree or disagree, but, you know, at least watch it and, and be like, hey, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. I, you know, I, I never thought that I would have, you know, even one person besides myself watching, you know, a, a video about me rambling on about games. So it's been uh, it's been really special. And, uh, you know, all of your support, I really appreciate and you know all the, the gaming community that's out there that's uh, that's given me a watch and given me a chance is uh, it's been amazing. Well, how can people find you? Uh, I know I've mentioned. Uh, I mean, you're you're the gaming power up, so let's uh, let's inform people. Uh, the gaming power ups uh, on Instagram, on YouTube. And I am on Twitch. I just, unfortunately, this holiday season have yet to find enough time to get out on there. But I am on there. Um, and on uh, Twitter, I'm, I'm at, at Gaming Power Ups. I always mess that one up because they didn't allow me to put the the in there. But So, yes, The Gaming Power Ups on Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and Gaming Power Ups on Twitter. Well, buddy, I wish you and your family the, the best upcoming year. I I am so grateful that we connected and we've been able to just chit chat basically every day. And yeah. <laughs> when we don't get a chance to, you know, talk on Instagram or whatever, we talk on the podcast, we game together. This is what it's all about. Most definitely. And I wish you and your family nothing but the best in 2019. Well, thank you, my brother. It's much appreciated. You have a good night and we will chat again soon. Yes, sir. Take care. Have a good one, buddy. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up 2018 for Grab Life by the Controller. It has been an amazing year for us. We have met some amazing people, had amazing conversations, played some great games, and even better, we have stuff 
that we will be able to recall later when it becomes retro. This podcast is very important to me. This podcast is very personal to me. It is almost like an audio diary. Me reminiscing with all of my listeners, all of my friends, my family about the way things were, the way things are. I appreciate everything that you've helped us achieve in the year 2018, and we will do even more next year. Wish you nothing but the happiest and the safest, the funnest New Year's you can possibly have. Keep gaming, and we will talk to you next week. Peace.